You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. White Zombie. Horror of Dracula. This Island Earth. Frankenstein meets Wolfman. House of Usher. The Thing. Teenage Frankenstein meets Teenage Wolfman. Walking Dead. The House on Haunted Hill. The Phantom of the Opera. Good evening. That's good marketing. Tigers chasing fat chicks. <laughs> people would watch that. I swear to God, people would tune in at least once. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? Probably not. But I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. Asshole. Live. 
Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this, this is Two Guys and a Mic. Oh, boy. Starring the ebullient, yet neurotic, sometimes funny, but always skin-afflicted Ken. I will not poop in public. And Rich, the sardonic, wise-cracking control freak, whose main mission in life is to make Ken feel uncomfortable. From a man's point of view, you live in hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Join the mindless mayhem now at 888-520-4374. This is Two Guys and a Mic. Oh, hello. Welcome to the show. A uh, quick uh, little fade out on the song. That's okay. Kid Rock can, uh, you know, he's voting for Romney. We can get rid of the song quickly. Right. <laughs> that was Kid Rock? Uh, that is Kid Rock. The yeah. opening song is a, is a track called So Hot uh, with two T's because you wouldn't you wouldn't be that hot and not I've use... I've never been hot with just one T. Sure you have. No. She, we need a microphone for Misha. <laughs> I Try talking now. Hello. Still don't have a microphone for Misha. They're all on. Rookies. Hello, hello, hello. They're all on. They're all on. Take that one. Okay. It's okay. No, it's not okay. I'll just yell. No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna talk until we get it fixed. Hold on. Okay. I think my microphone is on. Your microphone is on. Is that what's going yes. on? Do you have them switched around? No, I have them all on. Hello. Hello. Still nothing. Hold on, we will figure this out. Okay. In the meantime, listen to this cool sound effect. No, no, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I have this. If you want to hear this, the Halloween theme. Do you know what the Halloween theme? <laughs> this is music while we fix the microphones. <laughs> this is this is technical difficulty music. Right now, we are fixing the microphone. I think they poured champagne on it during the last show. Well, let's just give her Brit's microphone since we're not going to be using. Hello? Huh? Hello? Oh! Okay. Oh! There we go. I think the problem is I brought Ghost in with me. Uh, we're, sh- yeah. we're not, we're not yeah. getting yeah. to you yet. Yeah. We'll yeah. introduce you in the second segment. <laughs> You're freaking you, me out. Brit. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen fixes everything. Have you guys noticed that? She does because she's true. really smart, Marissa. No offense. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's because I ate her brain. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. Let's talk about the costumes real fast. We have okay. we have Misha in the house. Hi. Um, we have, uh, of course, the lovely Marissa Jam by Justin Marr on the uh, board op and the microphone duty. Uh, <laughs> duty. Here's <laughs> how it goes. We were going to throw something together. We weren't sure if we were going to get our special guest tonight who will be joining us visually in the second segment. You heard him just a moment ago. He's from a very, very popular show on sci-fi, a little something called Ghost Hunters. Ooh. <laughs> it rhymes with schmoosh-munters. Oh, I love when the two girls are here because they just make <laughs> little girl sounds. <laughs> Ghost Hunters. But he'll be here in the second segment. So we wanted to do something special. We wanted to uh, throw something together. Misha is, uh, beknownst to me, but unbeknownst to many people, a very, very talented makeup artist. So I said, why don't you bring your makeup kit down here to the uh, lovely studios in Hollywood and just make us look sick. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted. I didn't want anything complicated because if you're going to ask a friend to do a favor, you want it to be easy, you know, right? Know. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. Like if she came in here and, and I'm like, yeah, I want it to look like this part of my mouth has been torn open with like a, a hook saw and I, I want it to look like my, <laughs> I done it. my tongue is need... dangling off. I would have done it. 
Well, you would have done we, that. We would have needed more than an hour for three people. <laughs> right. We would have had to. We <laughs> probably shouldn't have been drinking while we were doing it. We would have had to have been here at like, what, four to do that kind of work? Oh, yeah. Or earlier? Maybe earlier. For three people? I would have never have done that to you. That's okay. So I, I went for day two of the plague, is what I said. She asked for a description. I said, okay, give us day two of the plague. A little, <laughs> a little cholera, severe cholera mixed in. And then he brings out the Los Angeles convicts. Because we escaped. Get it? <laughs> well, while we're, while we're walking down the street every, uh, every Tuesday night as we make the lovely walk down Hollywood Boulevard from the Metro subway to the studio here, we are, um, I don't want to say summoned because summoned is kind of like a, a classy word or beckoned, but people are yelling at us. Cat-called. We're cat- Very good. We're cat-called with megaphones to come into hey one girl. of those hey cheesy girl. souvenir gift shops. Oh. So we did it. And this one particular place <laughs> is the $10 store. Oh. But if you go in, they have something called the blue basket sale. You, you take a blue basket, you fill up the blue basket, and everything's $5. What? Yes. And the guy in front of us refused to take a blue basket, and the guy that worked at the $10 store was obviously perturbed. He's like, dude, you don't understand. Everything's $5 when you put it in the basket. And he was like, I don't want it. He said, it doesn't matter if you use it or not. Just take it. And he goes, I don't want it. And so and then he like, like a, lo- a line is forming at the gift shop. Like, we're behind him. There's people behind us. We're like, dude. Take the basket. Get in there. Take the basket. Fill it with stuff. You put your little greatest grandpa ever trophy in there. It's five dollars. And the guy, yeah. like the guy that works there, he goes, "Well, that's just silly." <laughs> he walks in there. And I'm like, oh, so you're just silly. So Marissa and I beelined into the shop, and we're like, "Okay, we need to find uh, cheesy Torah shirts." My my first goal was like the worst fluorescent colored uh, "I Love Hollywood" uh, t-shirts I could come up with. <laughs> and then and then Marissa sees the orange jail shirts. And she's like, this is it. This is it. So we figured we'd get you one. I'm appreciative. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you can wear that again, right? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Everyone has a Hollywood box, right? Or a, a Halloween box. Uh, no, that's just you. <laughs> you don't have a Halloween box? I have like a costume box, but none of everything's Halloween. What the fuck do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about, a, that's what I'm talking I'm talking about a costume box. Well, I just don't call it the Halloween box. Well, I call it the Halloween box. Stuff that you could potentially use in Halloween costumes. It's most of the stuff in my closet. <laughs> what do you, you don't have one? Really? I just have a, I, you know, there's so many other occasions to dress up that there's like I wouldn't cl- call it a Halloween. For girls, it's like clothes and then clothes that you don't wear as often. And then clothes that you wear when you can. Yeah. <laughs> so I like have a bunch of like costume stuff, but it's just around. It's like... The so, corset that I never wear, except right. for on the day that we go out gay bar dancing, and they say, where would what you wouldn't wear in public? And I say, perfect. Yeah. I've got a bag full of those things. So let me. So women have, like, uh, <laughs> you, you have, thank you so much. It's a guy thing, then. It's a man cave thing, I think. A man cave? Right. It's, it's kind of like the you know this one of the little pack rep things the guys do. You guys do it differently. You have your big closet. You have the stuff, the section that you will never, ever use. Yeah. Unless, I'll fit into it one day, Ken. You don't right. have to say it like, like that. Like, I'll go home tonight. I'm excited that I'll get to add this to my Halloween box. And I'll take it and I'll throw it in there. And that way, you ever have friends over and you go into a costume contest or, like, or, or something? They're like, what do you have? I'm like, here, take my L.A. County Jail shirt. <laughs> I was only $5. You're not going to win <laughs> From anything. From the blue basket. You're not going to win anything, but you can definitely you can wear it. it. Um, all right, another thing going on tonight. Um, I have some beers. I'm going to pass out some beers here in a moment. I'm so excited for this part. But you know who's not here again? Did you notice who's not in the room? 
again? Wait a minute. Um, hold on. I don't know. Oh, Wait, I no, know. Don't, no, don't waste the guess. Okay. Don't waste the guess. Let me think. Who is not in the room? I'm sorry, Jim. You're gonna have to ask for your answer. Oh, I'm gonna say, uh, who is Rich Burner? <laughs> Thank ding, you. Ding, ding. Well done. Yeah, Rich Burner is not here. Where is he? <laughs> I think he hates you. No, he. <gasps> I think he hates the show. No. I think he. I think he hates you. I think he finally heard the last butt ulcer story, and he was like, "The what story?" You know, your butt ulcers. Oh, no, he hasn't talked about his butt ulcers. I haven't talked about it. No, I know. I, let's, you know, the it, guests, are, our special guest is normally stones. not in the studio for the first segment. <laughs> and our special guest is sitting right across the table from you. Let's not bring up Ken's butt growths and, uh, you know, things of that nature. Well, I forgot. I mean, isn't it public knowledge at this it's point? It's public knowledge. It now. <laughs> it's public knowledge that I, well, yeah. You, people told, who, you told the story on air, so why is it I must secret have been now? answering the phone that day. You know, there there might be some new Ghost Hunter fans listening to the show. Oh, I'm not, Jesus. You know, it, it, it's You could have just went with it, and I could have just said I was kidding, you know. You could have kicked me under the table or something. Right. Well, you know, no one wants to hear about my perianal abscess again. Oh, stop using okay. science words. It makes it sound okay. weird. No one wants to hear about that. But and I no so Now funny. I really need a pumpkin beer. So, I'll tell you after the break. I think it's so funny. Though. About my perianal there. abscess. About my uh, lemon-sized growth on my asshole on my wedding day. Uh, but you, what you're kind of what you're talking what you're talking about. You're mentioning the kidney stuff too, and he yeah. probably got tired of the kidney stories yes. and left. No, but he wouldn't have heard the super cool story that happened to us last week. Mm. Did you tell Misha? You need to fill me in first. About the parking lot. Oh, we're going to get to that in a second. I'm so excited. Let's talk about the show real fast. Two Guys in a Mic is the show you're listening to. Uh, If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Two Guys in a Mic LA. Uh, You can call the program at, oh my gosh, (laughs) 323-622-8623. The last four numbers spell toad. And you can email us at Two Guys in a Mic. That's the word to T-W-O, guysinamic.com. Gmail.com. All right, there we go. Ken hates me. I, I don't hate you. I, just I don't, don't hate you. like you. But Rich is, Rich went away on the weekend to see his daughter at college up in the Northwest. And uh, he, he knew, the thing that pisses me off is he knew the entire week that he probably wasn't going to do this show and didn't clue me in. Right? He gave me a look last week like, you're going to be here next week? And he's like, um, he did one of those. But he never said, I can't, I can't be there. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. Do it. Well, it's just like him. I don't know. So um, he, I text him today. I say, Misha's going to be here, and she's going to do some uh, – she's going to make us look sickly for the show. Uh, she's going to be there between 7 and 7.30, and we're going to make it happen. He's like, well, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the tram car at the uh, Portland airport or the trolley or whatever it is, and we won't be in Burbank until 7 p.m. And he lives way to F out in West Hills, like past Woodland Hills. Yeah, okay? out there. There is no way on earth that he's going to get from the Bob Hope International Airport to West Hills Mm-mm. at 7 p.m. on the night before Halloween. People have shit to do. People got to get home and toilet paper houses. <laughs> they got to get their zombie makeup done. It's hell shirts, night. It's mischief dirt. night. They got stuff to do. They do. And uh, so I knew right away he wasn't going to be on the show. And I, and I, I kind of sent him a little snappy bitchy text saying, 
Ugh. Oh, well, go home and relax. We'll roll without you, was my really... You said ugh? Well, I spelled it out. Did I you do U-G-G or U-G-H? Uh, U-G-G is the really gay, douchey shoe. That's ugh. The other one is ugh. No, the other one is ugh. No. U- U-G-H Misha? is ugh. No, U-G-H is... U-G-H is ugh. Uh. Yeah. No, uh. it's uh. No, uh is U-H-H. Someone call right now and tell me I'm right. Don't ever. Please don't call Twitter. the show to correct our... <laughs> <laughs> These are things that you see in speech balloons above Jughead's head. No, I read Archie. Okay. Jughead's, no. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what's going on. You don't even know which way is you, up over there. You don't there. even know me. You don't even know. So do you, we've been like kind of stood up by Rich, I think. I feel bad about that. It's Maybe like we should the prom and we bought him. him a corsage and he didn't come. Maybe you didn't ask him nicely. Can it's, you please come to the show? He's the other guy in a mic. <laughs> oh. It's half his oh, show. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we... The airhead, the airhead sound, stop it. Stop it. You're, my head's going to explode. And then I'm going to have that, like, really expensive makeup job. We are uber flammable. Um, have you girls ever celebrated Mischief Night as a kid? I don't know no. what that is. Really? Every night is Mischief Night. <laughs> mischief Night. Some people call it Mischief Night. Hell Night. Devil's Night. Some people call it Devil's Night, I'm sure. It's a thing? Yes. It's the what is that? It's Halloween Eve. Oh. Oh, All mm. Hallows Eve? Um, yes. I don't know. I don't celebrate. I don't. I never did that. It's what are you supposed to do? You go out. Oh, like toilet paper houses? You toilet paper houses. You soap up windows. You, you use bars you of soap. You soap them? No, you use a bar of soap to draw, like, dirty things on their car windows. That's ironic. I thought it was shoe polish. No, that's like when you someone graduates soap? from high school. If you take a bar of soap and walk up to a car window, you can write on it. Like, oh, when you put marshmallows or bologna on their car? And it takes the paint off sometimes, so don't do that. Marshmallows and bologna. Yeah, you stick it to the car. No, and that's you it. stick potatoes in their tailpipes. Well, I've heard, of, I heard, I've heard of that one. Mm. I grew up in San Bernardino. <laughs> Oh well, that we just, everything. We, we didn't do we didn't do stuff like that. Nothing at all. Well, number one, if you get caught doing something to somebody's car that they don't like, you might get shot. Yeah, that's a pretty rough part you, of yeah. town. You, you did live prob- in like Jersey or something, right? Like, yeah. wasn't it kind of ruralish? Rural? No, it's like a very populated suburb. There's nothing rural about where a, I grew up. It's like outside of no. No, it's it was a very popular thing. We got a call. Maybe they can help us out. Uh, hello, you are on Two Guys and a Mic. Hey, Ken, it's Bob and Castaic. What is going on? How you doing, Bob? Pretty good. Hey, me and English Linda were discussing your uh, Halloween Eve pranks, and that is definitely an East Coast thing, not a West Coast deal. Oh. See, she, she first came over from the great land of Queens, and um, was in Detroit for a couple of years, and they had it there. And I'm Southern California, born and bred, never heard of it. See, there you that's go. where I'm from, too. We don't do that. So it's a yeah. Midwest to East Coast thing. So it's everywhere. It's, it's probably everywhere like from Arizona East. And Arizona, California, and California do didn't do it. Like if your radio station starts with W, you might do pranks. But if you start yeah, with K, true. then you don't. If you, if you can get Coors beer, you don't do it. Right. If you if you eat if you eat Hellman's and not best foods, yeah, you exactly. do you do Hell Night, right? Yeah. Hellman's is Hell Night. Best foods is You probably eat at Hardee's too, weirdos. For people who aren't aware of our of our little joking uh, of our nomenclature, uh, radio stations that begin with W are east of the Mississippi, K, they're west of the Mississippi, 
Best Foods Mayonnaise is Best Foods west of the Mississippi, and it's Hellman's east of the Mississippi. And you oh. can only get Coors west of the Mississippi. I didn't know that one. That's a new one for me. Coors Banquet or Coors Light? You can get the Coors banquet, Light on the – yeah. Maybe – that might not be true right now, I don't think. Oh, it used to be. With the advent of Bethel. Yeah, but, you know, it was like – it was the one night of the year where you could go out and just screw up someone's – not screw up someone's house. I mean, it's all – I mean, it's yeah. kind of a pain in the ass to get, like, a couple rolls of toilet paper out of your trees. Yeah, especially if it rains. But why wouldn't you do that on Halloween? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's it's very it's very too re- much to do on one night. It's a respectable <laughs> night. I gotta man. get candy yeah. on that night. I got <laughs> super busy. I gotta eat candy. I gotta get a costume together. If yeah, I'm gonna vandalize someone's, high, so that's extra energy to go out and do it. Look, vandalism cannot get in the way of my candy <laughs> consumption <laughs> at all. Okay, I, so when you were little, what was your best costume? Um, a robot. A my robot. Dad made me a robot out of cardboard, and I could barely move. But <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a very conducive. <laughs> that's awesome. It, it, it was kind of like Robbie the robot from Lost in Space, and had a little <laughs> slot in the front where you put the candy in. Slot for that's candy. Awesome. That's, that's really perverted, cool. is what it is. Yeah, it was. But hey, where would you like me to stick stick my tootsie roll? <laughs> <laughs> Ken, don't take it there. What? Oh, can you hear Linda in the background? Hi, Linda in the background. Linder. All right. Well, thank you very much for calling there, Bob. Thanks happy for clearing Halloween that up. Or happy Hell Night or whatever it is. It's yes. Hell Night, baby. It's Hell okay. Night. All right. <laughs> see you later, man. Bye. All right. No, no. What was your best costume as a kid? Um, Best? I don't know. I had a lot of them. Okay. But they me- were all, I was a little offbeat kid. I was like a flamenco dancer in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> What? A flamenco dancer? One time I wanted to be a Little Mermaid, but my dad refused to buy the Disney costume because it was so expensive. Okay. So my parents made me one, and I couldn't walk all night. I could, like, barely walk. <laughs> so I was like... Uh, what did they make you a Little Mermaid costume out of? They, like, sewed it together, so it was just, like, my feet were like this. That's really cool, though. Out of fabric. Because oh, it was awesome. It the, had the last, stickers. I hosted a costume contest the other night. Oh, you did? And um, on Saturday. And I was so disappointed, like, how bad the costumes were. Like, nobody, like, working this side of their brain at all. Everything. Just, like, pirates out of a bag. A lot of my costumes used to be homemade. Or, like, put stuff together. I don't think people do that anymore. See? And my kids' costume parade at school. The best costume there was, uh, I mean, Ben made a pretty awesome firefighter. And I'm going to be his Dalmatian on Wednesday. (laughs) Not as innuendo. It's yeah. I'm going to be his Dalmatian. It's it's actually pretty cool. Um, that's why I, I had to find women's thermal underwear, which is a story. Oh, nowadays. you and your women's undergarments. Like, um, I was a little lady from Pasadena. Oh, that's funny. My mom made me that, but she used to pick my costumes out, so I would never choose what I wanted to be. So <laughs> she would just be so like, clever? "This year you're going to do this, <laughs> and this year you're going to." So the one year she said, "You're going to be the black genie from Genie in a Bottle." And she made me this. I was in like fifth grade, and she made me this costume. And I did not want to leave the house. She wouldn't let me leave the house with a jacket on. She's like, she made it. Like she, she says so. So she sold the whole thing, and it was cropped up. My whole stomach was out in fifth grade, and I was like, I don't want to go to school. So she, how old were you? I don't know, like, like fifth grade, whatever that is. Ten. Yeah, ten. So she sent you to school when you were ten in a costume that only she knew the explanation for. So people would ask you, "What are you?" And you, you'd be like, "Something." You could say I was like, "I'm a genie," but she. But what about the little old lady from Pasadena? Is that what you said? Yeah. It was what little... was what was that? I... From the song. Yeah, but the what's the difference between a little old lady from Pasadena and a little old lady? The because... irony. I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> she told me to tell people Fine, that was, that's what I was. What was when your asked. best costume, Ken? I seem a little judgy over there in your throne. Well, no, I don't remember a whole bunch of my costumes. My oh, mom, my, you were so drunk as a kid? Maybe this is where the, the finding female clothing thing... Because the reason I had to find women's thermal underwear... How many underwear, times were you a woman? I, I, not many times, no. As not, an adult. As an adult, I probably dressed as a woman a couple times. But um, I needed women's thermal underwear because I couldn't find men's in white. I could only find men's in like a cream color and, uh, and pink. And that was it. So... I went with a women's extra large in both pieces and got it in white. And I'm going to make a Dalmatian costume out of it. Yeah. Got a red collar. I'm making some ears. And I'm just going to, every time Ben knocks on a door and says trick or treat, I'm going to be standing behind him looking bored and pissed drinking out of a flask. <laughs> You're going to bring a doggy flask? <laughs> I'm going to be there like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. can't believe my kid did this. And then take a healthy swig out of a whiskey flask right in front of the people. That's what I'm going to do. But no, my mom dressed me up and she used, she dressed me up, it was like 1976, if you want to know how old I am. Oh. And she dressed me up in, as a bicentennial, like, patriot, and she, all she used were red, white, and blue curtains. So I had all these ruffles hanging off of me everywhere. You're like Scarlett O'Hara. It was pretty awesome. Um, these curtains make my butt look big. We're going to be back in just a moment. We're going to bring uh, Britt Griffith in here. He's already in here. We're going to turn on his microphone. He'll be back from and Ghost Hunters. He's going to be with us in the second segment. I will be gone. You're not leaving, though. I'm not leaving. But you'll be here. I'll be here. Okay. Two guys and a mic. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Two Guys and a Mic on the Toad Hop Network. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20%. Whether That's it's right. a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did, and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going into a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-888-443-5588. That's 1-888-443-5588. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure at 1-888-443-5588. My mom always says hard work never hurt anybody. Good advice as usual. So we worked very hard to make Geico.com very easy. Say you want to report a claim and follow its progress. You can do it all online at Geico.com. Not to mention perhaps saving a tidy sum of money on your car insurance. All it takes is a few clicks. So visit Geico.com today. Oh, and Mum, if you're listening, yes, I did wash behind my ears this morning. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... 
Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's get some scent bomb. Here's reality, guys. If you're over 30, your testosterone levels may have already begun to decline. It's a medical fact that testosterone levels decrease with age. Here's the good news. ProGene, the only all-natural dual-action testosterone supplement, is giving away a free month supply to every guy that calls today at 800-643-8577. Kick your drive back into high gear and be the man you want to be again. Try it for a month for free. There's nothing to lose. Feel younger again and be the man you want to be. Call 800-643-8577 for details. That's 800-643-8577. 8577. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop-smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, my overall health is so much better and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. Hi, everyone. This is Cheyenne. I'd like to thank Rich and Ken for letting me have a minute on their show to promote my latest business venture for all you ladies out there. For a limited time only, at a small fee of nineteen ninety-five, I will come to your home and vajazzle your vagina. You will be mystified by my wide array of jewels, gems, beads, and all 12 birthstones. With my steady, gentle hand and exceptional navigational skills, I will transform even the mangiest of donkeys into little prize ponies in less than 30 minutes or 60 minutes if you're cool with it. As the saying goes, great art takes time. I mean, who wants a Marvin Hamlish when you can have a Liberace? Surprise your partner with my exclusive masterpieces. Cleopatra's Womb, The One-Eyed Peacock, The Dragon Queen, The Homeless Psychic, The Bearded Showgirl, and just in time for summer, Wind Chimes in the Forest. And if it's pain you're worried about, put your mind at ease. My exotic numbing cream will do the trick. You'll never even know that I'm using a hot glue gun on your JJ. <laughs> I'm Cheyenne, and I want to vajazzle your vagina. Hey, this is Will Forte, and you're listening to Two Guys and a Mic on the Toad Hop Network. The Toad Hop Network!
Oh, yeah. We are back. Two guys and a mic. I'm digging the rejoin. Look at that. Was that mm. a little... Uh, did he have Dead Mouse playing there? I believe it's Dead Mouse. No, it's not Dead Mouse. It is Dead Mouse. The kids are saying. Dead Mouse. Yeah, it's Dead Mouse. <laughs> please, 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 please. Uh, but here here you go, ladies. Uh, don't you say anything. I'm going to quiz the ladies on this piece of horror mu music. Oh, I'm not going to know. I know you're not. Are you a horror music fan? No, I hate, a horror movie? I hate scary movies. Okay, but... tell me what this theme is from, if okay. you can. Let's see if it works. The last one I did in the last segment was Halloween, by the way. We're not getting any. I would have known that one. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Jason. Friday the 13th. No. Two guesses, Marissa. Freddy Krueger? <laughs> I know it. Oh, hold on. Maybe, arguably, one of the scariest films of all time. It still holds up pretty well today. When someone says one of the scariest films of all time, what do you think of? Psycho. Psycho? <laughs> Psycho? I was trying to like. I don't know. Not Notting Hill. Was it this one with the William Shatner mask? The bad guy. That's correct. It says no, it's no, Jason. no, 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 no. That's, that's not it's not Jason. Halloween. It's not. It's not Halloween. That's not. What's the one where the babysitter's running out and he like tries to kill the babysitter? Is that Jason? It is not. It is uh, the Exorcist. This is the Exorcist, but do, do they sample it? Oh no, they they're very very similar. Halloween and the Exorcist are almost identical. Same composers. I would have, I would have, I, I, I just had, I just saw Exorcist not that long, like three days ago. Are they the same composers? I don't I, think so. I'm just I don't know. Now. But Most of the stuff that comes out of my mouth is Don't BS. BS, we'll get letters. But here's, here's Halloween. <laughs> here's how similar they are. Extremely similar. Oh, there you go. But it sounds like it's sample. It does, to me as well. It's not really a sample. It's not a sample of vanilla ice. <laughs> All right, let's let's suck it. Let's mention our guests. Get get our guests. Uh, welcome to the program, Two Guys and Mike. We're back. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Guys and Mike LA. In the studio with us, uh, a very good friend. The last time he was on the show, he was just calling in to surprise our good friend Eric Lang, and he was nice enough to come down on October thirtieth for our Halloween show from Sci Fi's Ghost Hunters. Please welcome Mr. Britt Griffith. Yeah. Am I supposed to clap myself? No. Yes. Griffith. Oh, that's exciting! Wow, yeah, look at you. Well, look at you guys. Well, I want your, I want your outfit. I know you do. I'm turning that off you later. It's five dollars if you get it in oh. the basket. In the basket. Well, can we fit Ken in a blue basket? Wait, <laughs> you're you're tearing it off me later? Is that what you just said? Yeah, he said he wants yeah, to. Probably. Look, I may I may have been known to shop for women's clothing from time to time. <laughs> I am not going to. Gonna, I am not going to let Britt tear the shirt off me. But if you do, would you let us film it? Uh, <laughs> you'd have to get me pretty drunk at happy hour. Well, we got six beers oh, right here. speaking of, let's sample. Yeah, I, ha I have a, would you like a pumpkin beer? Uh, yeah. I have, a, I have six pumpkin beers here. I have a little dogfish. Would anyone like the dogfish pumpkin brew? Mm. No? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jesus. Wow. Just brew. Screw you, Delaware. I just want to know all my options. I have a, I have a, a, a Buffalo, from Buffalo Bill's Brewery. Is it, is it, a, is it a good beer? Um, it's uh, pump, pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale. What was that? And that was my awful Buffalo Bill impression. Oh, I, have, I didn't even know. I have a little shipyard pumpkin, Ooh. pumpkin head. It's all, it's all <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin head. Guys. Yeah. If you've never tasted pumpkin head, I want you a little try pumpkin it. head. You want the pumpkin head? I'll have the spicy pumpkin one. Okay, you're going to get the pumpkin out. head. Pumpkin head is for Brits. Oh, oh, I need man. to make a disclaimer. Yes. Um, my wife, who's watching this with my kids, put the kids to bed. 
<laughs> this is not a show for the kids. Uh, <laughs> They've already been it's okay. It's We're gonna, I'm going to do the dogfish. What do you want? You want the, the spicy, spicy one? Juice. The spicy one. And what would you like? The not spicy. No ales. What a, what a, what I think they all, they all say ale on them. Is that just because they call them pumpkin? Just scratch it out. She won't I have a Southampton pumpkin ale. Oh, that sounds classy. Like, I should pop my collar. I want that one. You don't have a collar. Yeah, you don't have a collar. I'm going to take it on the yacht. It got torn off. It got torn off. What was your, uh, Britt, before we get into the Ghost Hunter stuff, because I'm, I'm sure we have some of your fans watching the show. What was, uh, I don't have fans. Uh, you, you did the Mischief <laughs> Night thing. Yes. Yeah, where did you grow up? Did you grow up on the East Coast? Well, no, I actually, I grew up here in Southern California. Okay. Uh, all my life. But uh, how did I get Mischief? Yeah. Uh, because I had three older cousins who lived up in the Modesto Manteca area. And there's not a lot to do up there. So uh, they actually corrupted the heck out of me. Um, I wouldn't change my childhood for anything in the world, but I will not raise my kids that way. However, we used to do the uh, M80s and mailboxes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Which, it's amazing. Back then, those M80s would destroy a mailbox. Uh, we would throw smoke bombs into grocery stores. Um, into the grocery stores? Yeah, that store? guy, that's serious. Yeah, that's, that's serious. serious. My, one of my cousins actually got arrested for that. Um, but then we would also have bottle rocket fights where we'd launch them back and forth at each other. Oh my! God. And you used to do, you used to do, you used to do the burning bag of dog shit thing. Yep. Yes, yes, did that with everyone. Like you, you set a bag on fire and someone comes out and stamps it out and it's full of dog shit or human oh excrement. Oh my! But the 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 most intense cleanup effort after effect is take a bean bag with all the little white beans. Oh no! And spread it over their lawn. That's so mean. You cannot get it. And the way that I learned how to do that is we had it done to our house. And we were out there with a the shop back. And you were like, that was fucking good. Yes. <laughs> Write yes. this one and down. Then, yeah, and we did. And we did return the favor tenfold. Did you know you, you knew who did it? Oh, yeah. You have to waste a bean bag, though. Oh, there, oh, yeah, back go, in the day, yeah, they were yeah. everywhere. You could get yeah. one for like $15. Yeah. Now where no, can you, you find you one? You can't find no, one. No, you I go to the secondhand stores, you got them for a buck fifty. I bet you can still get them at Spencer's, too. Yeah. Like Spencer's Gifts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And you can get your tuxedo yeah. shirts there, too, if you need one. Yeah, you literally have to and vacuum lava lamps. it up. And lava lamps. Um, it was serious stuff, ladies. You'd wake up the next day, and it would be like every everybody got everybody. What like, is the reason you do this? Like your arch enemy at school? No. It starts with something little. A little TP here, a little crank call there, a little ding-dong. Ditch, so anybody you know. like oh, it could be it could be the old lady you love next door. Just you no just, reason. As long as you're like with the old lady, you're probably going to be like, if I'm going to toilet paper her tree, I'm going to be the one cleaning it, it up, cleaning yeah. it up the next right. day. Right. As yeah. long as you knew that, oh she'd be God. like, very funny, Ken. I'll get it. I'll get it, Connie. All right. <laughs> and, we, and we found we Connie. personally found that the the toilet paper from Porta Johns on construction sites work the best because 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 it broke so easy. So when you got it up in the tree, it's not like you could take a rake or long pole and pull it out nice and easy. It would always break. It always break. It always you had to go up and pull it out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is very intense. I we used to again. do that on high school rivalry days like uh, for cheerleading. We used to go in the other cheerleading squad we would go and TP and do bad things to their houses. Like what kind of bad things? Oh, you know. Have pillow fights. Have pillow oh, fights. That's nasty. Shower dreams. Leave our What do you what do we call those little under Vibrators? No. Come on. <laughs> They didn't have vibrators in high school, Ken. Oh, sure they did. I said I didn't. Back in the day. Didn't get one of those until I was 25, so. Really? Yeah, All 25. Right. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What about uh, Sorry. costumes? Talk to me about Because you hit me as there. Uh, you hit me as kind of a dark guy. Like, there's something about ghost hunters and the paranormal that just 
that just flips your trigger. And and you had to have had some really cool costumes growing up. You know, honestly, growing up, I did not have the coolest costumes. I was never the coolest. I was never the kid with the coolest costume. Okay. I just did. My mom and dad was the 70s, and they were into other things. And just, you know, I was lucky if I got the fireman suit from the local grocery store. But when I got older, I did a Halloween party for about 10 years where we put it together. And I had the... I always had to make sure I was the best in the damn place. I mean, we literally hired the makeup artists out of Universal, come down and do us up full zombie, you know, cool. whatever it was. We, we were planning our, our costumes a year out. Wow. Um, did you pay her with an L.A. County jail shirt? <laughs> yes. Because that's yes. how we did. <laughs> exactly. No, then, uh, he cost money, but, you know, it was... But then, you know, I also bought a 1972 Cadillac hearse with suicide doors, and we would get oh. all zombied out and drive around town and... You know, pull up and just order something at the fast food. You know, you pull up to the window and the guy would lean out and he'd about lose his mind because it's a full Hollywood FX zombie I, driving a hearse. And, I know I have this look like of awe on my face, but what so are suicide good. doors? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you a man? I'm sorry, guys. What? Oh, that was no even idea what suicide door. What are suicide doors? Suicide doors are, you know, normally front door, back door shuts. Oh, suicide they, doors, they open like this. They open like that. They open so like really that. Wide. Okay. If you're a gangster, you have them. Yeah. You have I don't know. I mean, I mean, like old school gangster. And that's so you can get the door open wide enough to throw the bodies out. Yeah. You did it when people are like passing on the freeway. So it's so. their homicide doors. Pretty much. Could be. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but they just, they're really bad. I get, I get what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about we have we have a lot of listeners watching the show sometimes probably <laughs> a lot of listeners watching. some in hawaii oh, we have somebody from hawaii we've got people in hawaii we just people, so you know we have people in hawaii who watch the show yeah aloha and and some of them um i'm sure aren't too familiar with ghost hunters give me an idea of of how the show started it's in the eight, eighth season now we are wrapping the eighth season which is on air right now we're just now next week actually we start filming season nine Okay. So we are we are a reality show with generally the same cast that is now into our ninth season, which is actually pretty remarkable. And right. to have the ratings that we have is phenomenal. So take me back to 2003 before the show starts. How, how did this show get rolling? Uh, this show basically got rolling. In a nutshell, the real quick story is is uh, Jason used to consult for a production company for some of the shows like that were on MTV, I think called Fear Factor oh, and yeah. some of those type of shows. And uh, there, was a, there was a news reporter out of – I think I want to say it was New York – Wanted to go on this, basically a ride-along on a ghost hunt. And they went out to this house, and they did the thing. And in Taps, we go into debunk. And the reporter was so blown away by that. She did this whole article about how by we By Taps, in, you mean the, uh, the... The Atlantic Paranormal Society, which is the team that's featured on the show Ghost Hunters. And it used to be Rips, right? No, there was Rips. There was never a Rips? No, oh, didn't absolutely. it used to be Rips? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, Rhode, it was Rhode Island Paranormal you're, Society. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Super fan. Wow, in super the fan. House. No more than me. But that's awesome. That was long before my time. RIPs. That's way back. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so, so bad. I'm sorry. So, I digress. The reporter does this big article. Uh, it hits the AP wire. Someone sees it out here uh, in LA, uh, uh, Pilgrim Films, basically. So they basically negotiate with Jay and Grant. They form this team, they form the show. Um, or actually, it was an existing team that they took onto the show, and that's how it started. So, but basically, what was the big what was the big hook is that every other show out there was trying to prove that places are haunted. We were going in trying to disprove that things are haunted. Right. So and that's what we do. We go in. You're you know, trying to put people's minds at ease. Exactly. You know, bottom line, you go into a house. Someone someone is truly terrified in their house, and if you can go in and debunk everything, you give them a reason for what's going on, and you give them back their castle. Or you can go in and say, Yeah, what you're saying, we experienced. We don't know what the hell it is. But this is what's going on. And most of the time, they're fine with that. They just want to make sure they're not crazy. <laughs> most of the time, when we get, tell people what's going on in their house, it's like, okay, it is happening. I'm not crazy. And here's the reason why. And then right. they're fine. Were you always a ghost hunter? What was your, like, day job before? I was a foreman of an asphalt 
manufacturing plant for about 15 years. You were an ass foreman. I was an ass foreman, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Blue, blue collar, heavy construction, heavy equipment, welding, fabricating, and you just crazy like, dangerous job, uh, mining and blowing stuff up. That's crazy. And so then just on the side, you're like, hey, I think I might just Well, I was. Uh, I grew up in a house that was active when I was 16, oh, okay. 17, 18. And when I turned 18, I don't know about And by active, do you mean like lots of kids running around or do you mean haunted? <laughs> haunted. Okay. I mean like none of this corner of your eye stuff. I mean it was like literally just watching stuff straight on happen. Doors opening, closed, our dogs picking out stuff moving. That yeah, was insane. Um, and then at 18, I knew everything and moved out. And then it became making rent, finding girls, and getting beer. Okay. And I kind of got away from it. But 2003. The male trifecta. Exactly. Um, so you went from living in a, an active house to being an active man. Exactly. <laughs> Trying to make rent. Activating a house. Yeah, I think. Exactly. And then, you know, 2003, I met a friend. We were telling ghost stories. He's like, hey, you know, I, I, I have this like organized team where we go help people. You should come out and help us. And I did. And that was the year before the show was on the air. And then 2004, Ghost Hunters comes on the air. And then somewhere around season three-ish, I met Jay and Grant at a paranormal convention. Right. Became friends with them. Was friends with them for about a year. And then, um, that's awesome. If you weren't doing the show, would you have gone to this paranormal paranormal convention? I went to the paranormal convention before I was on the show. Oh. I didn't even know them. But you weren't investigating. You were you were like just you were interested. You were like no, I was someone... investigating. I was okay. on an organized team. We were going into people's homes. You know, they would tell us. You know, you know, it was like there's knocking coming from my walls. Satan's giving me Morse code. And it's like. No, Mrs. Smith, it's not Satan giving you Morse code. It's your son turning the hot water on across the house. The pipes expand. Things pop. That's where you're getting the knocks from. So you know? as a foreman, you kind of have this background knowledge about the mm -hmm. way things work on a house, too. All those little sounds that I think I hear in the middle right. of the night. Exactly. And, and that was kind of what I brought to the team was I'm very mechanical. Cool. I can back out. Equipment kicking on and off and stuff like that I can figure out. You know what would be a really bad reality show? Like a couple of plumbers that go and try to <laughs> disprove that you have a plumbing, a plumbing problem and tell you that your place is haunted. That would... Yeah, that would be bad. My toilet's clogged. No, it's not. No. That's... You have a poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, he's got really bad breath. Right. So, so that's, go ahead. So anyway, that's how I got into it. I met them, awesome. became friends, and then about a year and a half of being friends with them, one day Jay calls and goes, hey, you know, we got this really big case. You want to come out and do it? It's at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. I suck so bad I got cut out of the entire episode. Now, when you say, like, how do you suck no. in a show like this? Like, are you are you trying to be over-anxious? Like, oh, let me let me hold no, the boom. No, you know, it, 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 people, people say that. Oh, you're acting. And no, we're not acting. But, you know, there's a, there's a secret. There, you, you have to be able to blend investigating with making TV. Well, yeah, you are. You have to have an, an on-camera kind of personality yeah. or something. Yeah. something. Because there's a million people that want to do this job. There's only a handful of people that are right for it and make right. it entertaining. But, you know, it's not that... We don't fake anything on Ghost Hunters. Absolutely right. do not. We just don't. We don't have to. There's enough strange crap happening in this world <laughs> yeah. that we're able to make a show off it. I mean, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts as grandma not crossing over properly. Most people think, oh, you must believe in ghosts because you're on the show. And I don't necessarily. There's like three or four plausible theories out there that it could be other than grandma not crossing over properly. It could be a little bit of all three. Right. But I, all I know is I've experienced stuff I cannot explain. So do you consider yourself a medium? No. Or no, you're like No, I'm about as sensitive as this table right here. <laughs> Just ask my wife, she'll tell sure you. Sure your wife appreciates that. Yeah, no. She, I am I have I oh, there, okay. it's not like Whoopi Goldberg talking to me or anything like that. Give Ghost. me a couple of the craziest things you've ever seen. Um, I've seen chairs move 6 inches with no one touching them. I've watched doors open and close. I've been pushed to the ground. Um, I felt the impact of disembodied footsteps walk over my hands. So walk right next to me. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. You felt the impact of footsteps walk over your hands? Like, were you laying down? Watch the Star of India episode. Uh, basically, I was on the tween deck, which is a real low ceiling. I was able to touch the ceiling as we were hearing footsteps come at us. 
and Grant was up on the top, and he was sitting down by the wheel, and he could feel them walk by him. And as I was doing this, I could feel the impact as they walked yeah. over the top. Oh. And for me, that was the first time I've ever felt the impact. And you'd think that would answer a lot of questions, but it created more questions for me. It's like, okay, now how? Okay, now this might be how they're moving stuff. I mean, how do they move a chair? Are you sure no one was up there taking a shower and the pipes were expanding? I hope not. On his hands? On my hands? Say. That would be weird. That's but, so weird. Um, yeah, no. I, yeah, there was no one up there, and it really made me... Um, Start question. What the hell is going on here? Okay, maybe this is how they're able to open and close doors, slide stuff around. Because if I could feel the impact, that means there's some kind of mass behind it. Do you think? Do you think they sense the presence of the cameras and the equipment, and they back off? Is, are there? Do you? I think so. Yeah. But but we've we we I have noticed that you know we go into some of these tourist haunted locations, which are legitimately haunted, like Stanley Hotel. Those ghosts almost they're like it's almost like they're performing up there. It's almost like they hey, this is our job, this is what I'm doing. You know, I mean they just they know <laughs> on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. I'm a ghost. You know, the, there have been there have been EVPs of where someone goes, This is a K two, wave your hand in front of it and the and the E V P is, yeah, we know, get on with it. You know, mm. something like that. It's like, okay, so maybe they maybe some of these ghosts are pretty intelligent and they figure out what's going on and it's yeah, it's crazy. That's I, I have experienced stuff I cannot explain. How long have you uh, ever sat there with cameras rolling, or just you're waiting for something hours specific? And hours, yeah, because <laughs> you watch the show hours. and you like you get maybe five minutes of you guys in one, in one hallway you with guys, cameras set up and everything ready to go. It, it's funny because we go to these events. Could it be a whole night? Like yeah, you're just sitting there could be waiting. Two whole nights. Three oh, whole nights. God. So there's just a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor. Absolutely. Oh we gosh. burn. It would, be the, it would be the most boring special features ever. <laughs> uh, the, the, the production company shoots about 60 hours a night of tape on us when we're investing. All the different teams, all the different angles. Everything hours? Going on. 60, about 60 hours a night. Where there, most cases where there are two nights, they just show it as one. Uh, some places where there are more than that. Um, so all that time, 60, 120 hours, if it's a two-night case, 120 hours boiled down to 44 minutes. Wow. So when you're sitting at home and going, why didn't they try this? The reality is, we you, did. You did. You and just nothing don't, happened. It just wasn't yeah, cool. you're just getting the highlights. Yeah. You guys just get the highlights. Wow. So besides Ghost Hunters, what other stuff do you have in the pipeline now? What, what else do you have going on? Well, I just I just finished uh, shooting uh, a, a movie called The Black Dahlia Haunting, which <gasps> is in the... Which is in the... Uh, oh. Yeah. Are you familiar with The Black Dahlia? Oh, I love it. Really? Yes. It's like Suicide Doors with me. I'm not... Ah, uh, wow. Suicide I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. She was just killed right down the street. Yep. Very really? Cool. You know, too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like... Blood drained, cut in half, nipples cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the oh, I've, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard. But. Anyway, so I just finished that. That's in the uh, film festival circuit right now. And actually, cool. it, it's pr- uh, we're screening it at Shockfest here in L.A., November 16th. And you're we're acting actually, in it. Yeah, I'm acting. It's my first big co-star role along with Devin Penn and Brandon Schlage, who's also the director. What do you play? I play, I play a, uh, uh, a psychologist who is... Uh, treating a child who killed his parents. And then Holly Jensen, who is played by Debbie Penn, comes in. It's her brother. And basically, uh, it goes from there. But my character, I basically go from this really uptight psychologist to very crazy and insane. Ooh. And that's, wow. Yeah, and, and it was funny because the director always says, you know, when he was playing the straight stuff, we had to kind of coach him a little bit. But, man, he got that crazy shit down. <laughs> They didn't have to say That's no. the dark stuff yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, I got dark you in got my head. that. You got that soup brewing up there. I know. I can the tell soup? by looking at you. Yeah. So the that's crazy soup. Yeah. And so we're ha- it's getting it's uh, we've screened it four or five times now. We've got a lot of great reviews on it. A lot of people. There's a lot of people who know me from Ghost Hunters and know who I am as Brick Griffith. And they'll come up. They come up and they go, I used to like you. <laughs> oh. Now I don't like you. That happens to me. Of the character that I played. Yeah. When you see something scary, does that happen to you too? To you guys? When you see like that lady will always be the lady that killed Selena. What? Who? What? The lady from Selena. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
See, when you see someone scary in a movie and then you see them in popular life, you're like, oh, you're a murderer. Well, our, our buddy Eric Lang had that problem when he was doing Lost. Yeah. It's like everyone loved him, loved him, loved him, and then he was Stuart Rosinski on Lost, and it yeah. was like, I fucking hate you. So dude. now we're going to yeah. love, hate you. I want Definitely. you to die. You can still yeah. come back. We're just going to hate you and be scared of you. Yeah, and then, you know, and, and this project is doing great and taking off, and we just figured out the next project, which is going to be the Zodiac Legacy. And when I shave this off, I look like that 1970s sketch of the Zodiac. So I'm going to play really? that kind of iconic, I like that one too. individual and, and whatnot. So I'm kind of excited for that. We're going to start well, shooting that Well, that's cool. I had no idea that you were doing the acting thing on yeah. the side. I'm so impressed by that. Well, you know, I, I'm born and raised here in L.A. in Hollywood. I know how the gig works and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm on Ghost Hunters, and I, did, I was doing that for three four years, and nothing lasts forever in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, sadly, eventually Ghost Hunters will come to an end, whether the show goes off the air or I'm off it. Well, it'll come to an end. So about a year and a half ago, I was like, I've got to start looking for other avenues because i got a family to feed. And I was like, I'm in L.A., I'm on TV, I might as well take advantage of this. Yeah. So I started taking acting lessons when I was home on hiatuses and started doing little bit parts here and there. I've been working behind the scenes. Uh, I can shoot and direct and do all that stuff. Like just this last weekend, I drove to Tucson and back, directed, wrote and directed and edited my first commercial That's and got paid for it. Yeah, and that's so, the great thing. Yeah, the great thing was a paycheck. It was <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's awesome. So, so yeah, I've got Jack a lot of, of all trades. Yeah, pretty much. I need to tell you this quick story. Yes. When I was a kid, I just I have to get this out there before the show ends. Um, my family was coming home from a Thanksgiving dinner, and we had this two story house, and we drove up. My parents' bedroom was on the on the second story, the front of the house, the very front room. Okay, second story. Uh-huh. So we pull up from Thanksgiving dinner around 10 p.m., and my parents' bedroom light is on. Mm-hmm. And we we left during the day. No lights were on. We were all freaked out. My dad goes in. He gets a butcher knife out of the kitchen. And he starts slowly walking up the steps with the butcher knife. And I'm behind him. Like, I remember this specifically. I'm holding on to his pant leg. And my sisters are there as well. We walk up the steps. We get to the very top of the steps. The light goes off. What? So even slower, we go down the hallway. And my dad kind of reaches in to reach for the light switch. And it was in the off position. It was always in the off position. He, and that's the only way to turn on the light. And to this day, it's one of the most freakish things. And I remember walking in there. The window was open, blowing the breeze. And there was no way someone could have gotten up there. There was no one in the house. We searched the whole place. But it was just one of those How little... How old were you? I was like maybe eight or nine. So somewhere. your dad, with a butcher knife, goes upstairs to a situation he has no idea there could be bad guys up there. And he's got his kid with him. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it was back then during the days of. I'm thinking he was just figuring out I can run faster than this kid. So if if all hell breaks loose, I'm out of here. But that's the one. That's the one thing in my life where I think that I I came close to experiencing anything paranormal because there was no that light switch would not have been in the off position if the light was on. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. It's just it's just creepy. You're all looking at me like it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. No. (laughs) No, I get it. I'm just more fascinated that your dad took you up there with (laughs) Yes. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you your dad took you up there? He actually had you wait in the car. But he did leave his daughters downstairs. He did have me I was actually first holding the knife. He made me go first. (laughs) Yes, there we go. He was actually (laughs) holding me. I had the knife. Yeah, he was holding me like a battering ram and I was holding the knife like this, so I was like a human spear. So he was going to try to throw it, there you throw go. me at the door. <laughs> like a javelin. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what, well, so, you know, we're going to be setting up a little ghost honey thing. I know Eric wants to go, and if you guys want to go. Where? Oh, I would what? love to go. Um, yeah. There's two places I'm looking at, but it's probably going to be the Pasadena Playhouse. Okay. Um, it's very haunted. Oh. Um, we're actually doing an event there January 4th and 5th, if uh, you guys are interested in that. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's, it's huge, and it's haunted as all get out. So it's either there or Linda Vista. Oh, let us know. Yeah. Tweet me. Let me know. Um, I don't think this show's long enough. Yeah, yeah I, it's not long Yeah, enough. I should have come on in the beginning. What the hell? What the? What Settle the? down. We'll get you on again. <laughs>
when is uh, when is Ghost Hunters down. on again? Tell everyone. Wednesdays at nine. Wednesdays at nine. All new right now. Wednesdays at nine. Give what your Twitter. What channel would I watch it on? That would be Sci-Fi. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> Give your Twitter. Uh, Britt T. Griffith. Three T's. Three T's. B-R-I-T-T-T. Britt Griffith is from Ghost Hunters and Black Dahlia Hunting. Black Dahlia yes. Hunting. Coming out soon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Marissa on the board work. Uh, at Jam by Jess and Mar. Uh, Misha for doing all the makeup. Goodbye. At, the, at Demisha Hardy. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Guys and a Mic LA. The lovely Jadens are next. The Sex Squad right here on the Toad Hop Network. Thank you for joining us and happy Halloween. I want to stay. This has been another feature presentation of Peppermint Hippo Productions.